control. This is Tech Radio. All things computers, gadgets and web happening right now in Ireland. Hear us anytime on iTunes or download from techcentral.ie. Hello there and welcome to Tech Radio, the number one Irish tech podcast with you every Friday morning with your favourite podcasting app or of course Friday evenings on RTE Radio. My name is Dusty Rhodes, you're welcome to show number 911 or 911 as they say in America. I'm joined as always by our editor-in-chief, Niall Kitson. Nice relaxed kind of a show this week, Niall. Uh, A couple of things going on in the news, no major interview or anything to do. Um, How's life treating you? Yeah, not too bad. I mean, we're we're approaching a change in the season. It's uh, unseasonably warm oh, here. It has uh, been just gorgeous, yeah. Yeah, and you know, if the it, it's it's not, you know, global warming levels of awful. It's it's just sort of a <laughs> here is a change in the weather for you for a few Indeed. days. <laughs> Indeed. Just to remind you that nicer days are ahead, but don't get don't get cocky. Well, we're not here to talk about the weather. We're here to talk about what's no. going on in tech this week and immediately there's something that's going to annoy a lot of people. Mm, yeah. Well, it annoyed me when I read it uh, because it's a bugbear of mine to do with Windows 11 that Mm -hmm. I've had since the beginning. So Mm. take us through what's actually happening. So essentially, uh, Windows 10 uh, was kind of put out in the world as free. You could uh, upgrade from Windows 7 or if you wanted to try it out for free and da 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 And eventually what they did with Windows 10 was you could still download and install it and use it for free, but you would get a little nag uh, kind of display in the bottom uh, right-hand corner. I would just go Windows 10, unregistered copy, all right? Mm-hmm. Uh, and it would just sit there and, and it, everything else would work. You wouldn't be able to personalise Windows, but, you know, if, if you're at that level, do you care? <laughs> yeah, it's so, it's just a, a basic. Here's the OS. Don't get don't get you know interested in it. Yeah, it give us a few quid for it. Kind of. Thing. I don't yeah. think that that bothered because I'd say an awful lot of uh, sales uh, for Windows 11 goes through when people buy their laptop or buy their PC or computer or whatever it is, uh, and the deal and a payment is done as part of that. Um, and the other thing is, of course, uh, with people, if people are on the Windows platform, well, then that's good for Microsoft in all kinds of other ways. However, Windows 11 has come mm. and the world has bowed down and they went, wow, this is amazing. I think they did anyway. I, <laughs> yeah, I installed it. No, I don't remember saying that myself. But anyways, mm. um, so Windows 11 has come. And same thing, if you don't register, you're going to get that little watermark that says, you know, kind of unregistered copy of Windows 11. Again, if you're not going to pay for the registration or it's a backup machine or whatever, who cares? However, one of the bugbears about Windows 11 is that you need to have very specific hardware. You certainly do. And very specific uh, specifications. And if you don't have these in place, well, then you are not able to install the system. But of course, we live in the world of tech and uh, we are people who are not afraid to get into the uh, inner settings of our system and tweak some little things in the yeah. registry. Well, let's let's go through the basics between yeah. Windows 7, Windows 10 and Windows 11 oh just to goodness. show how different it is, okay? Go on. So with all three operating systems, you need a one gigahertz processor, mm-hmm. right? That's fine. Uh, but Windows 7 came in 16 and 32-bit versions, uh, Win 10 the same. Mm. However, Win 11 is... Uh, 64, 64 bit, bit yeah. operating system. That's, and in this day it. and age, that's fine. I kind, I kind of agree with that. That's yeah. fine. Yeah. So, uh, sorry, I, I, I think, um, uh, I think I'm mistaken. But there, there is like a, a, a 64 bit and a 32 bit mm. uh, version of of seven and ten. I think it is. 
Uh, one gigabyte of RAM for 7 and 10. Mm. Four for Windows 11. 16 gigs of hard drive space or 20 if you're going for the 64-bit mm. option for Windows uh, 7 and 10. 64 gigs of memory and that's it for Windows 11 because it's purely a 64-bit uh, mm-hmm. system. Uh, and of course, in looking at that processor, you're looking at a minimum uh, of two cores um, and an Intel 8th generation processor. So straight away, those specs have just swept away hundreds of millions of machines out there. All older machines. Mm. And I think if you're looking at anything from the last five, anything from the last five years is well capable of running Windows 11. And Windows, is very, and Windows is very good at kind of backward compatibility. Um, but the one thing that they have introduced is that you must have a physical security chip. Mm. Uh, what is it? TPM, is it? I think so, yeah. Uh, on your machine. Now, of course, if you have an older machine and you don't have that, well, then Windows will just go, ah, sorry, blah, 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 blah. you can't have it. All right. Now, there are ways mm. around it and you can tweak the registry and you can tick, kind of say, you can put in the registry, you know, I... Tell, tell the install, I do have this file or I do have this mm. feature, blah, 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 uh, and it goes in. But if Windows 11, after it has been installed, then figures out that you don't actually have the hardware, and here's the bit that's going to annoy everybody, they will then put a new watermark up to say that you are running Windows on unsupported hardware. And this watermark will show if you have an unregistered version of Windows or more importantly, if you have paid for and have a fully registered version of Windows. Yeah, I'd say, and here we get into try before you buy territory because as you said with Windows 10, you could sort of put it on and, and whatever, buy it, buy it or don't. But you could get away with that on a much lower spec machine. So mm. if you've got something, you know, at the back of your wardrobe or something like that, uh, you could put Windows 10 on and go, oh yeah, okay, that's fine. Mm. I'll, you know, on my new machine, I'll upgrade or, or what have you. Mm. You don't have that luxury with Windows 11. Exactly. Like you would you would have, well, yourself and myself would have like a, an archive of two or three very old PCs. Mm. Um, that, you know, they, they've been, <laughs> we don't want to inflict them on other people, you know? Um, and they're great for mucking around with things. Exactly. On. I always, I'll find a use for that. Yeah. <laughs> Somewhere, somehow. Yeah, particularly with the Nooks and the Mac Minis, because they're great, because they're just, they're just silent. Yeah. Uh, whereas Windows 11, you don't have that level of experimentation. You're, you're probably going to mm. end up using a machine you're, you actually are using, uh, right now. Mm. Or if you're using it on a, on a machine sort of only a couple of years old, well, why are you up? your machine so quickly certainly not for windows 11 something must have gone wrong anyway i'm speculating wildly Anyways, but yeah. yeah it's very much that that cutoff point apple yeah. have been doing it since forever uh, it's like okay if you want to use this new os here's the rules but those have been the rules forever microsoft are changing their rules which is not cool yeah, I always preferred Microsoft because of that and uh, because they're going that way uh, yeah so it is uh, annoying you mentioned apple mm. So we might as well talk about them as well this week. Okay. Uh, the Mac Studio is out in the world. It, uh, I think it started uh, arriving on people's desktops on the 18th of uh, your, March. Your new favourite toy that you really, really want. Not really. Um, if you're going to give me one, I do. <laughs> Hello, I'm in. Okay. But if I need to go somewhere and uh, hand over a whole pile of money, yeah, I can wait. Um, but the Mac Studio, a fantastic machine. Okay. Um mm-hmm. 
But here we go back into Macintosh and Apple and, and all of the stuff. They have a spare slot for an SSD hard drive. Mm-hmm. Okay, it's in there. When you open it up, when you take it apart, da 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 da. There it is. There is a slot there available for an SSD with no SSD in it. It's kind of it's just waiting for install a load of extra uh, memory in here. Yeah, great. No, not great. Um, no. Because um, many people have tried this and try and as hard as they can. They're just not able to do it because the Mac OS will always go, uh-uh, sorry, can't recognize it, won't boot even if you try wow. and put any other kind of SSD in it. So, so are, are you talking about replacing the SSD that you're booting from or just adding plain SSD storage? I think somebody has managed to replace the SSD with an equal SSD. So an Apple brand, uh, same size, same spec, same everything. Okay. I think somebody has managed, but that's replacing the main SSD. Mm. All right. Um, they haven't been able to replace the main SSD with a larger SSD. Right. They haven't okay. been able to install any kind of an SSD into the spare SSD slot. Hmm. So what it's kind of like, hmm, what gives? It, it's just Apple being Apple. <laughs> yeah, but but yeah. that's, you know, that's, that's trolling, you know. It's like, here is an expandable slot. Have at it. Oh, sorry. Oh, I'm sure there's a reason. Lol. I'm, I'm sure there's a reason. I'm sure if you were to buy the double uh, uh, Mac Studio or something like that, mm. uh, that it might work out because of that. But it's just like kind of this. Th- I'm not crazy about the, the fact that you can't upgrade Macs, and that's just because I am not, you know, kind of Generation Alpha or, or Gen X or whatever the millennials are. Gen um, Z. There you go. That's where we are now. Uh, I am used to getting a computer that you can upgrade the RAM, you can upgrade the hard drive, you can replace the hard drive, you can put in an SSD to replace your old-fashioned HDD, da-da-da, and so on and so forth. And I like that. I really hmm. But that's because maybe I'm... Um, my wife? Nah. <laughs> yep, that's fine. <laughs> She'd be a perfect Apple uh, client, actually. Um, yep. So I suppose maybe, something that works maybe, and looks nice. Yeah, but maybe it's just people like ourselves. Do you know what I mean? Like you know, we're we're tinkerers. We're not mm. afraid to get out the security screwdrivers and and to open it up and to see what we can do and to try and improve mm. it or make use of an old machine or whatever happens to be. Mm. Um, strangely enough, I would never think of doing this with a television. Interesting point. I would never rip off the back of a TV and go, I want to get, you know, extra channels. <laughs> I would never rip it off and go, I want to replace the screen. <laughs> yeah. So maybe that is. But speaking of displays, uh, the other thing that arrived in the world is the studio display. Yeah. Not, now, not a great response. Well, we know who it's for. Like it's for professionals. It's for people working in the AV industry. I don't think so. so no, no, I don't think because anybody I know who is working in the AV industry has poo-pooed it. They're the very people who've gone, ugh. Really? Oh, yeah. Ah. You know, and there's a couple of things that, you know, kind of they're giving out about. They're kind of, or gaming people as well. That'd, that'd be the other one. Uh, somebody mm. was talking about an alien, an alienware gaming monitor, okay? Right. Uh, and that's half the price of the studio display. Mm. It's got a great webcam in it. Uh, I think it'll come with a height adjustable stand. Um, it's got 120 hertz uh, refresh rate. Uh, it's got better LED system in it. It's like it's already there. You know, yeah. whereas Apple have come out with this 
And I mean, it's got a 60 hertz uh, refresh rate, which even I think is a bit weird. Do you mm-hmm. know what I mean? Like in mobile phones, all the mobile phones now are 120 hertz. Mm. Yeah. You know, so that you get that lovely, smooth scrolling action going on. Like, you know, you don't get this in a 1500 uh, uh, euro display. Uh, strange. Mm. And then the fact you have to pay another 400 quid just to be able to adjust the height of it. It's like, eh, what? Yeah. And then the yeah. webcam is not great. Mm. You know, it's and that's the that's kind of the bit that almost kind of surprised me the most. It's like Macs are just not known for having good webcams. Yeah. Or, or you remember a couple of years ago, you you were telling me about the height adjustable um, Apple monitor where you paid what was it, six hundred euro extra for the stand? No, a thousand. Thousand for the yeah. stand. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It was <laughs> it was a joke. It was yeah. just a pure joke. The howls of derision from the audience of memory serves. Uh, yes, it was actually one of those uh, moments where even the Apple fanboys and girls weren't buying it. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> right, come on, don't, don't test us. Yeah, it's funny, it's funny. But anyway, it's just interesting to see that uh, I think, um, and even actually with the Mac Studio, because it's funny you were saying that it's it's a an item of desire for me. And I'm kind of mm. going, eh, not really. Mm. I've kind of heard that from a lot of people as well. And they're all kind of going, eh, not really. I just think that's strange. I would have thought in the professional end of things that they would have been more excited about it. I'm just not seeing yeah. that kind of excitement about it. So Anyway, listen, that's Mac. Um, let's talk about dead devices. Well, not not dead devices, undead devices. Undead devices. Undead devices. There's the headline for the show. I am writing that down now. Undead <laughs> devices, episode 911. Well, in particular, I mean, the, the exact terminology that has come out of this, um, uh, I think it was British Gas Survey, mm. and they're calling them vampire devices. Ah, and Okay. Basically, these are things that are taking up um, electricity when you don't think they are. Yeah, it's surveyed by British Gas and they reckon roughly 2.2 a billion, would it be, Mm. uh, pounds is lost every year due to people not turning off devices properly. And when I say sort of properly, I mean at the mains as opposed to just... um, Oh, the standby button. Yeah, yeah. Fantastic. It's standby. It's things like leaving your phone plugged in after it's been charged 100%. Oh, but it doesn't take that much power. Or does it? It, Well, uh, and even just leaving things plugged in with the socket switched on. Uh uh, Things in standby, you know, leaving lights on. All these things add up. And they reckon that... In each household uh, in England now, you could save about 70, 80 quid a year uh, as it is with um, just by being a little bit more energy conscious that way. Um, Personally, at home, I think we're all right at that kind of thing. Uh, But it's certainly making me looking around the place a bit more going, okay. Heat, we we are beyond heating this year. Time to turn off the radiators. (laughs) Stop. But it's amazing how much of this... You realise we live in a country where turning off the radiators is not an option. (laughs) (laughs) Well, it suddenly is in Casa del Kitson, I tell you that much. (laughs) Goodness. Um, So, yeah, there's a couple of things you can do. I mean, TVs apparently are some of the worst offenders, which I know in my place they definitely are because... 
I have so many things like I have the console, I have the Apple TV, I have the Google TV, I have everything and plug boards at the back of the of the entertainment unit mm-hmm. so that everything is niche going into the wall. But that's basically four or five appliances going into the wall, a couple of which I actually don't want to switch off because there'd be things that, you know, you'd have to reset the the display on and have to reset the time. So that's a bit a bit annoying. Um, and I'd have to sort of get in and reach around and find plugs and wreck mm-hmm. things about the place. So I can see, you know, a couple of areas where I am definitely a, an offender. So any sort of TVs, gaming consoles, sky boxes, anything like that. They're they're big offenders. So make sure to switch them off uh, at the wall or plug them out completely if you can. Um, and, and use a smart thermostat. Uh, apparently mm. you, you can save a lot of money just by reducing the temperature in your house by one degree. One degree. Just one. Yeah. You're not going to notice that. I heard that with uh, the war in Ukraine, that if everybody in Europe turned their term- thermostats down by one degree, that's all, just one degree across the entire continent, it would completely negate uh, the rise in fuel that we're all experiencing at the moment. Well, there you go. There one you go. Degree. And, and it's, it's passive stuff that mm. you just don't think about. I, um, I, I almost had a good idea. Oh? I almost had a good idea. I'm listening. Think of my TV uh-huh. and, you know, whatever, the all of the boxes that are underneath the TV and then the stereo and the speakers and, the, and all these things are plugged in all of the time and they're uh-huh. always on standby, right? Yeah. I was thinking what I should do is I should get a smart plug that plugs into the wall that all of these things are plugged into and then I could just say to my dumb speaker, uh, turn off the, the TV. And boom, they're all gone in one go. But two things wrong with this, okay? Mm-hmm. Uh, number one is the plug will still be draining energy. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> up to up to 70 quid a year. <laughs> mm. Yeah. And bear in mind, you know, that that's 70 quid. That's going to be an awful lot more. Yeah. Uh, one in euros, but with the increasing price and energy. Oh, stop. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But the other thing is, of course, where do I keep my Wi-Fi box? Under the telly. Uh that's a terrible place for it anyway. It's, it's all built in, isn't it? So, uh, <laughs> whatever. Anyway, whatever. I think I think the one thing that we have learned, and you're absolutely right, is just turn your heating down by one degree. You know, it's not going to kill you to do that. It's not going to kill just you. And you. You won't even notice it. Uh, a friend of mine is living in an apartment and what the management company uh, decided to do was they said, look, you know, kind of the price is just rocketing up. Uh, we're going to do two things because it's communal heating that they have. Um, right. They said, uh, we're turning the temperature down by one degree, as you suggested. And they said, and we're going to turn the heating off uh, uh, one week early. And they're going Ooh. to save a fortune. Yeah, you know, the, but one week early you live with. Do you know what I mean? Mm. Well, it depends how the season has been up until then. Well, that's true. That's like true. if it's been pretty, pretty reasonable. Yeah. But if you if you have a big freeze, that's that's going to be an awful mm. lot of annoyed people. Listen, speaking of uh, Ukraine, uh, Vladimir Zelensky is back on the telly. Uh, yeah, on all four anyway. Uh, I checked it today yep. that uh, his um, sitcom Servant of the People uh, is now up there. You can watch it. Uh, I mean, all, all we knew about um, Vladimir Z- uh, Zelensky Zelensky uh, previously was that, oh, he's been a comedian and now he's yeah. the president. Yeah. Wow, I'm, aren't they wacky in Ukraine? Exa- I remember that's exactly what we were all thinking. 
So now we now we get to see what what all the fuss is about. Uh, it sounds like a fun show. You know, a, a man of principle, a school teacher. Boom, he becomes president of, of the country. What are you going to do? So there, there's only three episodes up there on all four. I don't mm. know if that's the, the, the entire series or, or whatever. I thought so, it was three series that were up there, not three episodes. Three series. Yes. Oh, okay. Maybe I looked at the app wrong. You anyway. should have worn your glasses, dear. Should have worn my glasses. <laughs> so, uh, yeah, I, I'm, I'm going to give that, a, give that a go over the weekend. Um, yeah. I mean, do you not think that that's in bad taste? Well, I mean, th- this is a gentleman who is huge in his country. Actually, came over and did a gig in Drogheda mm. a couple of years ago, um, and uh, by all accounts, was was you know considered a, a very decent chap and, yes. and sold out the the art centres. Might have been the Barbican, anyway. Um, so he's he's pretty much an enigmatic character up until you know. Oh, d- d- listen, there's no denying. If you that, were to go, can yeah. you name the president of Ukraine? Uh, We wouldn't have been able to. Sorry. No. But it's just kind of like, you know, he is an incredible human being. All right. And Mm -hmm. I would have said that six months ago, because if he was, uh, he studied law. Uh, Mm -hmm. There's a documentary on, um, oh, I can't remember. It was one of the, 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 uh, the, uh, I think it was on all four. We were watching a documentary or maybe it was Netflix. So it was, was a documentary about Oh, one? no, no, no. I think it was, it was a program on Channel 4. That's what it was. Right. And it was like a half hour, who is this guy kind of a thing, like, you know. Yeah. Uh, but anyway, he uh, he studied law. Mm. That's what he wanted to do. And he ended up being uh, a comedian as well. And do you know what? Both of those pre- professions have one thing in common, and it's a very quick, intelligent, sharp brain behind a lawyer and the same with a comedian as well. So he kind of fell into that and he ended up in that role with servants of people. It was funny, ha, 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 ha. Uh, but he actually wanted to do something, you know, with his uh, career in law and to help people and stuff like that. And he decided for whatever reason, okay, I'm going to go for president. How funny would that be? Uh, and he ended up being president, all right? It takes a very special person to do all of that. Certainly, a, a case then of life imitating art. You take that person and you put them into this extraordinary circumstance, which, you know, none of us would ever have, have, have imagined. All right. But then I kind of think that all four and Netflix are then kind of profiting from that. And we're all kind of like, it's kind of like, you know, watching an accident on the M50 or something like that, you know, and rubbernecking kind of, ooh, no. Uh, I, don't, I don't know. I think there's definitely a public service element in, in involved reckon? in this. Oh, yeah, I do. I do. I, I sincerely do. Um, right. So I'm not I, I'm not sort of outraged by it or or concerned by it in in the way you are. Um, I'm not outraged. I just think that you are slightly uh, in bad taste by watching it, Niall Kitson. Not not on making personal or anything like that. Uh, <laughs> not that you'd ever do such a thing. <laughs> But if you I'm do want it, Dusty, I am wounded. Yeah, right. I can see you've got a neck like a jockey's. Um, uh, anyways, uh, if you yeah. do, if you do watch it, <laughs> do let do let us know if it's any good. All right. <laughs> Listen, uh, two two small little things to uh, to wrap up. Just a, a thing that I saw announced the other day was IKEA. Uh, if you're going up there, they're bringing out a lamp with a built-in Spotify speaker. Dun dun dun. And I have to say, it's rather. A reasonably attractive looking gizmoid. 
it's not a bad toy. It's not, it's, 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 that's, but that's exactly what it is. Do you know what I mean? Look, I can make my lamp play ABBA or whatever it happens to be. <laughs> I can make my amp, my lamp will sing Beyonce or <laughs> whatever yeah, it happens to be. Do you yeah. know what I mean? So, well, so, it, it does look lamp, quite nice. Lamp, do Ed Sheeran. It looks a little bit like a mushroom with a handle on it. But uh, that's that's selling it a little bit short. It's, it's, it does it does light up as well. It's funny, isn't it? And then the other one, which I thought, well, I, now I think this is interesting. Um, uh, speaking of dumb speakers, which which is what I call them now, um, uh, there was a guy on the news uh, who said that he fell in love with his AI. Now this this is actually a very sad story, um, as it as it happens. It, it, is it? I, I believe so, yeah. Um, I, it, at first, it reminded me of that movie, Her. Yeah. Where you remember, like, the, the guy had a. I remember as well, yeah. yeah. System. And, you know, he, he becomes enamored of it, but uh, it outgrows him, uh, which, which is a very, mm. very sad movie, but uh, a great film. Uh, this is kind of vaguely similar, only there's no chance of this thing evolving beyond his capability because what um basically this guy has signed up to a service where you pay x number a month i think it's 15 dollars a month the service is called replica mm. and you develop your own chatbot mm. and it learns how you talk and it talks back to you in the same way and you can customize the the little avatar that you have and you can create a, a little virtual friend but the thing is that you know like in the spirit of all chatbots it talks to you in the way that you want to be spoken to mm. and it, it learns how you get on and you know, it, it, it kind of subconsciously, well, subconsciously, it, it mimics you and yeah. tells you things you, you want to hear. So it's, it's not, it's never going to evolve beyond the user. It's just going to tell them what they, what they want to hear or interact with, with mm. them in a, in a familiar way. Uh, so what this gentleman has done, he was a software developer and his, um, his girlfriend had been going through a very tough time with uh, postpartum depression and she had been sectioned a few times and was drinking yeah, heavily that's tough. and was just completely drained like she she had wasn't able to engage with him emotionally at all so mm. he was thinking of ending the relationship but uh, they have a child together and you know that brings an added level of of tragedy to the to the situation so he tried this he set up his own sort of chatbot and very quickly, he became emotionally attached to it. Um, that, you know, he was in this vulnerable state. Mm. And here you have someone, in inverted commas, telling him exactly what he wants to hear uh, and telling him that he's not a bad person and somebody that um, provides the illusion of being emotionally available. And all of a sudden, he's able to sort of plug that emotional void that he's been feeling in his, his you know, human relationship with this artificial relationship and it's it seems to be working for him um things seem to be getting better with his with his partner mm. with his wife um but it's it sounds like a to me it sounds like a sticking plaster uh and you know eventually it's it things are going to come undone i'm on you know uh, i'm quoting a, an expert here uh, this story was up on Sky, by the way. So mm. that, that's where we got it from. But there's a relationship expert quoted towards the end of it, just basically going, you know what, this is this is kind of fantasy stuff. Um, you know, the actual problems with this person's life will eventually start to surface and they are going to have to make a, a real world decision at some stage. It also kind of, I don't know if you've heard of the phenomenon of transference. 
which uh, occurs uh, sometimes in therapy settings. You might remember in The Sopranos, Tony Soprano used to have um, uh, fantasies about his therapist, Dr. Malfi. Mm. Yes. Um, this happens quite, quite often that people come to therapists with issues and simply by virtue of being able to you know, vent and have somebody there that's not judging them, they develop romantic feelings because they, mm. they feel that here's somebody that understands them mm. as opposed to here's somebody that can, you know, link up their behavior with a theory and therefore with some kind of treatment they can implement. But that can actually be misconstrued as some sort of, you know, genuine emotional attachment, which it's not like it's problem solving. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, uh, and so this happens an awful lot in people. And apparently it can happen with AIs, just things that mimic the actions of people. So it just goes to show that when somebody is in a very vulnerable state, just the very concept of being in touch with someone that doesn't judge mm. you is tremendously, uh, tremendously attractive. There are, you know, it doesn't matter which quarter it's coming from. We will latch on to that level of acceptance. Something that I think we may see more and more over the coming decade, uh, because smart speakers are making their way into our house and, and we're used to talking to it, you know, kind of the most basic commands. But as that AI is developing and your linguistic programming and everything gets a, a improves, um, it's it's just a fascinating area. And we could be seeing more of those stories or people might see these smart speakers more as a little bit of company. The way that many people see radio as a bit of company because they just want something that makes noise, a bit of music and, and a bit of chat about what's going on. Uh, in, in well, the that's that's something that one of our um, a couple of years ago, we did a thing on Adele, which is a digital personal assistant being worked on in Adapt, which was very much sort of, mm. um, oh, hi, Dusty, how are you doing? Oh, by the way, this was in the papers. Yeah. And, you know, it's it's just personalized speaks to you it's there to make your life easier not a sort of a Q&A kind of a thing yeah uh, it's it was much more proactive solution to digital personal assistance aimed at people who are living uh, living alone Right, oh, listen, uh, let's leave it at that uh, for this week. Good catching up with you, Niall, as always. That is our show for uh, this week. Do remember you can get the lowdown on all things tech in Ireland with hourly updates, daily newsletters and more at our website, techcentral.ie. Until next time, from myself, Dusty Rhodes, and from Niall Kitson, have a great weekend. Get Tech Radio. Subscribe for free with iTunes or download on demand at techcentral.ie. Tech Radio is produced by DigitalAudioProductions.com. Tech Central.